0: Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we will be talking with your favorite LGBTQ authors. This is Anita Kelly, and my guest today is the world-renowned author Fiona Zetti. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Anita. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like that introduction? That was a surprise. Like, oh, really? Am I? <laughs> mm, cool. Of course, you are.
1: <laughs> I'm known around the house. Maybe that's about it. But thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that could be, you know, worldly. You never know, right? Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> so, so I understand that you have been out of the country. Uh, and now you're back in the country. So what's, what's yes. been going on?
1: Um, just a lot of traveling for, for work, for fun, for love, for, for family. Um, yeah, it's been just wild. I pseudo-moved to Spain a few months ago. Wow. And then, <laughs> and then I had some um, paperwork issues, paperwork challenges. So now I am back in the States trying to, um, get that sorted out. But then I get, I was in Malaysia last week, um, to, uh, work with a friend who has a, a queer travel group, travel company, and then to be there and to be, you know, helpful and stuff. How
0: cool so, is that?
1: It was great. I'd never been to Malaysia before. And so it was fun. What was not fun, I guess, was the, the two, seven hour flight. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> This is a long time on a plane.
0: <laughs> so it was seven hours from Spain to Malaysia?
1: No, no. It was, um, it was two back-to-back seven hours. So seven hours from uh, Madrid to Doha in Qatar. Uh-huh. And then another seven approximately from Qatar to um, Kuala Lumpur.
0: Whoa, that is a long ride. <laughs> yes.
1: So it's like an hour layover. So it was like, okay, ride for seven hours, rush to the next gates, and then jump on the plane and deal with that. So it was, it's intense, but I actually, I love it. I love jumping on planes and waking up uh, or opening my eyes somewhere totally different with different languages, people, food. Okay. Um, That's exciting. But it's been, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally exciting. I, it's awesome. So <laughs>
0: tell tell us about your, your friends' LGBT group in Malaysia. What's happening?
1: Um, it's called Wandering Soup. And um, she is a travel agent, so she does, um, she arranges tours for uh, queer folks. If you're interested in either planning a trip, you and your girlfriends or you and your queer friends, she'll be more than happy to get that together and get get that squared away. And she did a tour of Kuala Lumpur. I think she had the idea in mind to do a sort of a yearly thing Mm -hmm. where um, she'd get together a bunch of, queer folks who are interested in just trying new parts of the world not the typical places you know not like Paris, London, Greece not those just and just finding some place kind of different and interesting and then explore that together.
0: Oh that's fun and it's called Mm -hmm. Wandering Soup?
1: Yeah Wandering Soup W-A-N-D Wander in Soup and then I think it's just like wanderingsoup.com and, yeah, she, she and her, her wife um, helped to put together your itinerary, um, get you all set up and squared away, with, whether you want to do a cruise or um, a self-guided tour or an actual guided tour. Yeah, she's great.
0: See, I wasn't wrong. You are world-renowned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Uh, all
0: right. How about world get around? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right now it is jet lag, but I'll yeah. take
0: it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so Fiona. Um, yes. Are you working on anything in your travels? or Do you have any works in progress right
1: now? Yes, absolutely. I've been doing a bunch of short stories. Like I try to do like a short story in each place I go to and have it set in that that area or you know I've been trying to be diligent about that sometimes it doesn't quite work out but so I've been doing a series of short stories in the places I go to and then I'm also working on a book that's supposed to be coming out in November called Femme Like Her um, and it's one of my favorite genres romance um, between two sort of opposite-ish women okay so yeah I was working on something, which is great for me. Yeah, that's awesome. You're busy.
0: <laughs> so, yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so your yeah. short stories, is that something that you're going to compile into one book of short stories?
1: That's the idea. All that's right. the idea. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Because I would write the stories and I'll be, you know, happy with it or not happy with it. And then put, it away, put them away for a while and then think, okay, maybe I'll do something with that by x date but because it's it's my own project it's not with a the publisher okay. then there's no urgency to, to do it
0: yeah right yeah yeah
1: right no so. deadline yeah so, yeah and so i'm fem-like. terrible at my own deadlines unfortunately
0: well i can imagine that it must be difficult like just you know you're you're doing so much traveling and trying to write at the same time and and get some work done and um and do you work do you have another job besides writing
1: no i i pretty much write i do freelance writing though i do freelance writing i do ghost writing and i do my own writing so it's i, I write generally speaking but i don't make all of my money from just writing my own novels and short stories i just i, I write
0: <laughs> wow that that's a life huh
1: Yes, sometimes it gets it gets a little intense because I you know cause you're always writing right so yeah. for me writing has always been a pleasure
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then at times I'm like I have to finish this thing by X date and then after that this other thing is due so sometimes it gets really frantic and I have to to rediscover my joy again in the process yeah um, but it's good to be able to work office free oh yeah and, and be able to work wherever I am
0: yeah that's really nice that's that's a sweet gig. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Femme like her that's coming out in November.
1: Yes, that's the idea. She's given me some problems. Like I thought she was done, and then she said, "You know, I could use a little bit more work." And so I've been tweaking some things here and there. So, but yeah, the 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 idea is yes for us to be <laughs> for her to be finished and ready and happily available at the end of November.
0: Wow, and and who's the publisher on that one?
1: No, that is something I'm doing on my own. Oh. Um, I, um, I just did a book with Ilva, um, a German publisher and, um, in the, like a superhero kind of novel. And that was awesome. That came out in April. Oh, great. And what was that Ooh. called? And that's called A Lover's Mercy. Okay. And, um, it is the second in a superhero series that I've done and, um, there should be, there will be, I should say, um, a graphic novel made of the first book in the that I've done in the series.
0: Are you doing that yourself?
1: No, no, no. Uh, the, the publisher's doing it. I couldn't even begin to begin <laughs> on something that it that says wow. and, and amazing. But, yeah, when they approached me about it, I was like, yeah, a graphic novel sounds amazing. I would totally love to do it. So, we'll just see how it turns out.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. And, Ilva, is that Y-L-V-A? Yes. Okay. Yes, I mean, I've, I've seen that I publishing think, house, but um, I'm really not yeah. that familiar with it.
1: Yeah, check them out. Um, like I said, they're based in Germany. And I think, uh, let me see if I can bring up the site, because I'm, al- I'm always thinking, is it Ilva Publishing? Yeah, it's ilva-publishing.com if you want to go and check them out, check out their authors okay. um, and see what all they have um, they have going on.
0: Great, great. Well, I'm excited. I'm gonna have to go back and look for your superhero series. I didn't even know you had that out.
1: Yeah, it's um, something I'm trying. Something I've tried. Like you know, as you might know, I, I do typically just like contemporary romance mm-hmm. or contemporary um, erotic romance. Mm-hmm. And this the superhero series is not very sexy. It's it's sensual in parts, but it's focusing a lot on the action and and on it's it's very plot driven and action driven both of the books
0: so is that your that's your favorite genre to write then is is romance
1: yeah i love i love the idea of love and just just on its own are you a
0: romantic
1: i am i'm a dirty dirty romantic you you must be
0: to go to spain for romance
1: (laughs) really (laughs) yes it's my my not so secret secret yes
0: that's so cool. For sure. That's so cool. Yeah. So is that what you like to read also?
1: It is. I, I love to read. Um, I don't read too broadly to my um, my best friend's chagrin, but I love <laughs> romance, um, sci-fi, paranormal, um, and thriller mostly. I'll dabble now and then with nonfiction, but for the most part, those are the, the the genres that I love.
0: Wow, those are all very different, right? Well, I guess sci fi and paranormal kind of can have some similarities. hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're like thriller and romance are pretty different.
1: Um, they are different. And then there's some people, there's some, um, what is it, like romantic, what do they call it? Romantic thriller, thriller. Romantic suspense. There are go. I'm like, where's the oh, intersection? Yeah. Romantic suspense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that integrates those two things. I'm like, what am I talking about now? Um but yeah, like I'm a huge Karen Slaughter fan. She's amazing. Huh, cool. Um and, and, would, and you, would you go
0: consider ahead. writing that?
1: Oh no. <laughs>
0: Never. <laughs> no
1: never the plots are so intricate and so amazing and then you have to they're doing all this it feels like research heavy stuff like yeah. about the morgue and about like police procedure yeah. or even you know how do you how do detectives go about doing their detecting yeah um true. The, all, all these finer points you can't just sort of make up you know yeah right
0: <laughs> right you got to be on spot like you, you almost need to have a consultant right
1: exactly exactly and i'll be the main one i'll just make up some random thing and my readers will be like you know what that's not true (laughs) (laughs) and they wouldn't appreciate that that's true (laughs) that's That's fiction fiction
0: I, i i you know so someone who writes like thrillers and like romantic suspense novels i i always wonder like what kind of human being are they that they can come up with these kind of freakish plots and you know sinister storylines um right right yeah. right and then some of them are
1: they seem just so joyful and like laid back when they when you go to a reading. you're just like wow yeah you <laughs> know, who came up with this that's incredible
0: i know i know it really is it really is mm. so mm-hmm. so how many books yeah. do you have published to date
1: I actually, I should have looked this up at some point. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, I did. So I want to. I have my a file in my computer, and then I and the and the books are numbered. Ah. So I want to say like about thirty. Wow! But that also includes includes some novellas as well, not just the the novels, the full length novels. Wow, that is incredible! How long have you been writing? I've been publishing my books. I think since two thousand and five. That sounds about right. Yeah, 2005. That's when my first book came out. Wow, that's that's
0: a lot of writing.
1: It is. It is, um, and it's under my name, of course, Fiona. And then I, I also do um, straight romance under Lindsay Evans. So it, it's it's both both names together have written um, these books, novels, and novellas.
0: You know, I thought that you might do straight romance. Um... I think I saw something on uh, on Google. Um, yeah, probably. Like, what's on Google? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I. Well, it was just like the cover of a book that came up, and I was like, uh-huh. "Oh, that's not two women." um <laughs> or that's an awfully butch looking woman
1: <laughs> <laughs> or that yeah. yeah
0: so um yeah
1: yeah i, I do i do both um okay. just depending on what's happening um until very recently i was doing um two straight romance novels per year wow. um with um a harlequin imprint and then um they just shut the imprint down so now i am in the process of if I can get myself get my life together, pitching them um, some new plots so I can keep working with them if they are interested. I'm a terrible marketer, so I'm not sure if they'll even say yes at this point. So,
0: so you have to do all that, uh, like self promoting and everything, um, as a you know, like an independent writer. Mm-hmm, you
1: know? mm-hmm. Even the ones who aren't indie have to do it. You know, it's just. It's just the the price of admission these days. You have to do promotions as well, even if you have a, a big publishing house and they're behind you with like you know all the publicity money and all that stuff. You still have to do something out there, whether you're on social media or um, doing giveaways or whatnot. It's mm-hmm. just um, you just have to.
0: You know, I was talking to um, another author. Um, I think it was Greg Heron. We were talking about what sells, and mm-hmm. um, think uh it was like straight romance was really a a hot seller um and the audience was primarily like um you know women Mm -hmm. Uh, is that what you find also
1: uh yeah i feel like romance in general is a huge it's like the best-selling category among like all all of them yeah and so and 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 women read for statistically speaking more than men right yeah and so um what's huge right now is um, gay romance. And so a lot of straight and bi women are like gobbling up all these gay romance novels. Um, And now um, I think now lesbian romance novels are becoming like more, not actually mainstream, but they're getting a little bit more, um, more visibility.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I see that with um, like people like Radcliffe, uh, really being honored at the Romance Writers of America um, mm-hmm, awards, mm-hmm. like and and um, one of her books um, actually went mainstream. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's really cool.
1: Yeah, definitely, it's wonderful. So um, when you say yeah.
0: when you say gay romance um, is is being gobbled up kind of by straight women and by women do you mean like they're writing it or they're reading it
1: um I think both I feel like um I have a a good friend she she's a a voracious romance reader and a lot of her classic or I guess you could say classic um authors who before only wrote straight romances now they're branching off into mm male male romances and so um that's becoming super, that has been popular in a long time in fan fiction primarily. And then that spilled over when a lot of fan fiction books, a lot like the Xena fan fiction, when they um, moved from the Internet to the printed, um, printed page,
0: mm-hmm.
1: actually courtesy a lot of full strokes um, and became just this this storm of, of wonderful queerness on the page and, and the queerness available for you to like to buy online and your bookstores. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing where um the MM boy, Lo- boy love books are have left or migrated it from fan fiction. Now they're in these in these books we can buy from Avon romance from from so many places, indie authors and um authors with, with big houses. Yeah. So it's interesting to see.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. I, I actually know um a straight woman who writes under a male name? She writes gay romance um, mm-hmm, under mm-hmm. a male name. Yeah, um, it's it's just wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, I have, I have my the same friend I mentioned who reads a lot of romance. Um, it's not quite her thing. She's just started into MM romance, but you know when a, when her favorite author tries it, she will, she in turn will try it out for herself because the whole point in some way I, mean, I don't know. The whole point for me anyway, of a, of a good romance is like being able to be like, Oh, they're so sexy. They're so wonderful. That's such a, a wonderful dynamic. It's such a beautiful love story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with, with M MM, like you're, you're getting twice the beautiful, um, male body to like ogle and, and be appreciative of, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of women are like, oh, two gorgeous men together. I can totally dig that. Sort of <laughs> the way that that um that straight men for a long time have been like, oh, two women together. I can totally dig that, you know? Yeah, right. That makes sense. <laughs> that
0: makes sense. It really does.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, so when did so. you start writing? Like, how old were you? Were you, like, did, have you always done this? Or um, did you start as an adult or as a kid or? Uh, let's see.
1: My, why did I start? I think my first book, my first thing was published, like, when I was in my 20s. But I've been writing since I was pretty young, like, pre-teens, and published in high school. My first my first thing that was not just for my mom to read.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> really?
0: You, so you were published as a teenager?
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was a contest, and uh, I was in high school, and um, it was about vampires who were like non-binary gender fluid and they were doing wild crazy things and it it was like a second or third place and I was super excited and and shocked that they loved it but yeah and then I was also the editor not editor I think I was just a writer on the literary magazine in high school too so I've been writing for a long while
0: yeah that's so awesome Mm -hmm, so mm um when I think it was maybe your debut novel, um, was nominated for a Lammy, right? Yes. Uh, um. And yes. Amazing. Amazing.
1: I was like, what?
0: And 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 that was uh, for best
1: debut and for erotica, right? Um, I'm trying to remember if it what category it was. It was like a million years ago, obviously. Was it? <laughs> but it it might. Yeah, it was like 2000 Six or something like that. It was oh, ages ago. Wow. Um, yeah. So I think it was either for best lesbian novel that year or best lesbian romance of that year. That's so awesome. So, that, that yeah, you know. it was incredible. I actually remember the book was that in the year because there were there were I have two books that were or Lammy finalists. Um, one that was my my paranormal. A novel about vampires, and I remember going to the ceremony in LA and being like, just being excited to be there. I wasn't even thinking about winning or losing. It was just like, oh my god! I n- I've read her book. I've read his book. I know I've read her article. Just <laughs> been like, just been a total fangirl and geek the whole night. Oh, that's so um, cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. That's um, great.
0: But yeah, that's that's just. I mean, that's incredible. That really speaks to your quality of writing that your debut novel right out of the starting gate, you're, you know, nominated for a Lammy, Um yes, which is a Lambda literary award, right? That's what that is. Yeah. As far as I know.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just
0: wanted to clarify that for our listeners. Uh,
1: yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's, that's exactly. really awesome. Besides amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's talk more about about your writing career like when when were you um when did you first publish a novel um how did that all come about how did it happen uh was your first novel accepted Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. the career it's been I feel like it's like been this wave like going up, going down, like, you know, still moving, thank goodness, um, but, yeah, the first book was, I wrote it, I started the, the seeds of it at um, a writing workshop, and um, it was okay in the first draft, but I went to a workshop later on um, that was put on by Catherine Forrest, and oh, the... God. She was recommended some things that I thought were super super useful, and then I implemented them, editing my book, and I feel like that made it to a stronger draft.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then um, found an agent. Agent sold the book, and in a shockingly short amount of time, I was really excited. And then it went from there, and it was I was surprised too. It was um, a New York publisher, not a huge huge one, but um, big enough that my friends actually saw the book in air in an airport. In a few airports, actually. And I was, like, incredible for me. Wow. Um, That's amazing. And yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa. And and I well, feel like when, whenever you open up like that, or for me anyway, that like this is, was my thought. Like, when something begins this amazing, you feel like there's no other way to go but up. Right. Right. But, but the truth of it is, you know, it's been, it's definitely been an undulating wave over the years, you know, Mm -hmm. it went up and then it leveled off, then it went down and that, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's, it's been interesting, uh, as the business has changed and it's still changing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to fit in with what's selling now, what, what's being read now, what's interesting now. Um, and still, um, maintain a career and still just you know keep on doing this mm-hmm. despite like sometimes i'm like well, how is this this business i'm so puzzled by how this is how this works whether it's dealing with twitter and marketing or <laughs> just being like oh that that's an interesting way to approach the writing process or the, or the marketing process mm-hmm. or even even you know deciding on which which books to write and or or which publishers to approach or anything like that this has been I feel like I'm, I'm relearning the business, relearning how to write sometimes even.
0: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I feel the person that I, the book that I wrote, you know, back in 2005 isn't the book that I couldn't have, I couldn't write this book, the same book right now. Like I'm a, I'm a different writer. That's good. I don't know if it's, be, know if it's better or worse, but <laughs> i th- I think <laughs> I'm that's a, different a good writer. thing, right?
0: You grow, your craft um, evolves as you do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think definitely, that's a, I definitely think that's a good thing, you know? Um, right, right. It's all, it's all growth. Um,
1: yes, so yes. You, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to see it that way. Sometimes I sit down and try to recreate certain things and I'm like, no, that's not quite working. So it's, it's definitely a change. Sometimes I wonder if it's growth or regression, but
0: <laughs> uh, that's,
1: that's me sitting at my desk, pulling my hair out some days. Like, why can't I get this book to work?
0: Well, you know, I think it's, it's probably like anything in life. You take a couple steps forward and, you know, a couple steps backwards, um, mm-hmm. but you're in the long run moving forward,
1: right? Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Oh,
0: you are. You are. Totally. <laughs> some days I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm sure, you know, I think it, for all of us, it feels like that some days. Um, so, so was bliss then your first um was that your debut novel
1: yes okay. that was my debut novel absolutely okay. Okay. it was my my baby my debut novel um I think it's the one that to this day people love most people love the most yeah um whenever they're like oh I like your writing this was amazing or this was really great for me because blah, blah blah and um it's for them they found me through bliss but for them, like, also, like, the the books, for, for them, like, this was the apex of of it all. Yeah, They, they followed me because they, they, they loved the first book, but not necessarily been, like, entranced by anything that came after. So, right now, I'm chasing the elusive, like, next book that would blow everyone's mind.
0: <laughs> I I can understand that. I think, um, Fiona, you, um, I met you when you were doing, um, I think you had written, was it Desire at Dawn? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you and Cherie were taking the show on the road, right? It was, um, was it fire Mm -hmm. and
1: ice? It was blood and wine,
0: blood and wine. I don't know why. I always want to call it fire and ice.
1: I mean, fire, and ice go together and fire and ice is pretty common. Um, but yeah, we were doing, because, um, my book was a vampire novel. And then Cherie's book was, um, a book about, um, our protagonist who was a recovering alcoholic yes. so we were like oh blood and wine cool
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it was cool it was a good combo
1: yeah it was it was a fun fun tour yeah
0: so um have you like that that's very different from bliss right um
1: yes definitely um when I started writing like I was I never thought of myself as writing x kind of novels I, I just thought I have an idea. I'm going to pursue it and see how, how it turns out. And so I never thought, okay, I'm going to write romance novels from this point on. It was just like, okay, vampires are interesting to me right now. Or, um, exploring my, my own past in a fictional way is interesting to me right now. Or, you know, looking into different societies in West Africa is interesting to me right now. So, um... It's been interesting following my own path. Like, oh, I guess at the core of it, they're all romance novels, even though they might be set in different times or in different spaces or, you know, real world versus a, a world of vampires and other paranormal creatures.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where where do your ideas come from? <sighs>
1: right now, nowhere.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I'm
1: like I'm Muse, where are you? Um my ideas come to me a lot when I'm traveling. Yeah, um, or even through conversations. Like the the <laughs> the challenge yeah. is sometimes grabbing them while while they're there because mm-hmm. sometimes it can be so rude. Just like you have an idea and someone's talking to you to grab your phone and really fast, like <laughs> type it in uh-huh. and tuck it away. You're just like, oh no, that's not. That doesn't keep the conversation going. <laughs> uh, to,
0: and, and then it's gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, exactly. If you don't write it down right then and there, it's going to be like, it's like a puff of smoke. So yeah, through different different means, but yeah, through traveling and through um, conversations most most of the time. Are you an eavesdropper? Um, Usually not. Usually I'm just minding my own business. But then <laughs> if, if something like all of a sudden like pinches my ear, uh-huh. I will listen until the end of time to find out uh-huh. <laughs> the resolution to this interesting thing. Yeah. So I
0: imagine with all the traveling you're doing, like you pick up bits and pieces of some pretty good conversations in like airports and restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, good, definitely, <laughs> good fodder for romance novels.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had some interesting eavesdropping moments actually um, at the airport this morning. I was. Like, yeah, I was sitting there waiting on my flight forever, and yeah, I heard a lot of interesting things. Yeah, but of course, did not write any of them down because I was so busy being nosy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, know, I know. Sometimes you just get caught up in the conversation,
1: right? right exactly like what is she gonna do now what happened she missed the plane now what (laughs)
0: what? (laughs) yep and and sometimes when i if i see something i'll just make up a story about it you know Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. it's gone like you know so it
1: happens yeah yeah. sometimes it's actually more interesting in your head than in reality yeah (laughs) right exactly
0: so so tell us about your writing process um you you get an idea and then then what happens like um, are you do you do like outlines are you formal um, do you just kind of wing it
1: I used to wing it and I think winging it is really great if you have a lot of time to like work on something to like get, get it get it wrong and then redirect and all that stuff but lately I've been more so plotting things out um, to try to 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 write faster and to write more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And um, it is definitely better, for me anyway, to be able to plot things out and and have it sort of develop in that way. Not as organic, not as fun, but it gets things things done. So, you know, get up in the morning with my idea bursting and then write it down. And try to do the whole, like, you know, not 9 to 5 thing, but mm-hmm. right from, you know, 10 to noon break for lunch. And then write from, like, 2 to 4 and all of that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Kinda, yeah, it's a pretty
1: boring process, really.
0: Well, I imagine that if you if you jot down some notes or an outline, it's kind of a way to hold yourself accountable, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that you, you do accomplish something. Um
1: yeah definitely it is it is and it also helps you to to not um backtrack so much like you know to write down something write down the plot or the idea so that what i what i had done in the past i would just have this a a line from a a line in my head or or a scene Mm -hmm. and i would just write around that scene or that that line but then as i would go through the the process and maybe a chapter like 15 all of a sudden the steam runs out and then you, I'm thinking, okay, what's next? I have the outline. So I don't, I don't know what's next.
0: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's fun. It's
1: fun. You're, you're surprising yourself as you write. And that's part of why I love being a writer. That when you're stumbling upon something, it's, you're creating it, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's shocking you. It's surprising you. And it's, Entertaining you as you're going through writing.
0: Yeah, I've heard some authors um, describe it as their character develops as they keep writing. Um, and their character mm-hmm. just kind of lets them know who they are, you know?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So do you? It's, it's just a wonderful process.
0: Do you have like a plot in mind or are you more character driven when you write? I'm
1: usually pretty character driven like okay. it, it, there's some some snappy comment would would pop up or out over here and then I would create a character around that comment and they would you know they would form and then I would think okay what would someone like this what kind of interesting plot can I make like, make around this person okay All right. yeah so sometimes I feel like nothing really happens in my stories, but like I hope the character develops in an interesting way mm-hmm. throughout the books.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you, um, are you more of a narrative person or dialogue? Do you think
1: narrative? Definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to get better at dialogue, mm-hmm. um, but I get so caught up in the describing the, either the interior world of the character or the exterior world that, you know, the dialogue's like, okay, here, Dialogue, insert dialogue here.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can understand that. I get, I get that. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, you're, you're caught up in your book. You're caught up in, in, you know, creating this place, this scene. Um, And, and it makes sense, you know, that, you, mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah. That's my,
1: that's my room for improvement for sure. Okay. All right.
0: That, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Fiona, if you had or were were given a chance Mm -hmm. to do one do-over in your life, one do-over, one do-over, what would it be?
1: I say I would have gone to grad school sooner.
0: Well, why is that?
1: Um... Because I think I, I waited, I think ten years after undergrad to go to grad school, and um, instead of going straight out of college, mm-hmm. and so I I had put it off because the school that I wanted to go to, they didn't offer me a, a scholarship, okay. and I was I, I was so used to the idea, of, I was so married to the idea of like I must get a scholarship to go to school because i had gotten one for undergrad that I just that I said okay. No scholarship means no no grad school, mm-hmm. and then I realized ten years later when I had to still pay for grad school then that okay that's just how it is unless you're just like super amazing or going for a PhD, then that's mm-hmm. that's just how you how you deal with paying for graduate school. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. Um, mhm. Mm-hmm. So that would be if I had got the chance to do a do-over, that would absolutely be it.
0: Oh, uh, I was hoping for something more juicy.
1: No, I'm super boring. So. I, I doubt that. Yes, I, I, I would go to grad school sooner. Yeah, yeah that's someone yeah. I only You're not before. someone
0: I would describe as super boring. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, when you see me in my socks with my hot chocolate at like, you know, 10 o'clock at night instead of going out clubbing or whatever, then you will definitely agree that, yes, boring.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, so do you like to hear from, from your readers?
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the emails. I love the random um, messages on, on social media. Yes, absolutely. It makes me feel like I'm doing something, not just writing for myself. So, yeah, I love it.
0: <laughs> okay. And, and that's how someone would get a hold of you, either by email um, or you're on social media like um
1: yes uh, i am i my email is z at gmail.com but i'm at um on all of the social medias i think what is it instagram twitter facebook i guess that's not all of them but those three Okay. <laughs> at f, dot f no no wait at fiona.z z-e-d-d-e okay yes
0: okay all right, right. So, that is about all the time we have for today. Um, Fiona, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, for you listeners, uh, A Lover's Mercy was out in April. Yes, A Lover's
1: Mercy came out in April. And that was the sequel to um, The Power of Mercy. And those two are available through ILVA Publishing.
0: All right. I'm going to check those out. So. Yes, thank you.
1: And thank you for having me. And thank you for having me go back and think about all these questions. I'm like, wait, what? what? So long ago.
0: <laughs> yep. Just what you want to do when you have legs. jet lag, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. <laughs>
0: oh. Well, thanks again for being with us. Um,
1: Thank you for having me, really.
0: (laughs) yes. So um, I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks for joining Liz Talk About Books, baby. So until next time, may your journey be lighthearted and peace be plenty.